Welcome to A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, Lead Practitioner at Holistic Natural Health Australia and number one best-selling author. In this podcast, I aim to give you practical tips on how to accelerate and sustain your health, increase your financial, spiritual and emotional wealth and to look at something that haunts many of us needlessly, weight loss. In some episodes, I'll have guests available to give you even more tips, but in others, the floor is yours. Drop us a line at A Magical Life Podcast on Facebook and let me know what you would like to know more about. Now, sit back and enjoy, because it is time for you to create and truly discover a magical life. Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, and today we're talking about mould. So why are we talking about mould? Well, it has many, many symptoms, and in many countries it goes unnoticed, unrecognised, and untreated. Now, I live in Australia, one of the mouldiest countries in the world. We have temperature fluctuations, we have hot, cold, we have humid, we have dry. We have snowing, we have bushfires, and the constant change of temperature wreaks havoc on our homes. The modern trend of building homes is to make everything airtight, everything sealed, almost like nature can't touch you at all. But what does that do in a mouldy situation? It actually causes a mouldy situation. Without airflow, you are actually increasing the chance of mould in your home. Now, what happens if you recognise you have mould in your home and you move? Great, leaving the environment, terrific. But the mould is actually inside you. It's moving with you. It's on your furniture. It's on your soft furnishings. It's in your clothes, but it's in you. So that all sounds pretty scary that you can't actually escape mould, but you can treat it. And the first thing to really look for is the symptoms. Now, at Holistic Natural Health Australia, we don't treat symptoms, but we do look at what they're telling us. But more about that in a minute. What is mould? Mould is a fungus and it's the great survivor of all things on planet Earth. Mould is the one thing that's near impossible to get rid of. What does it do? It actually recycles things. So mould breaks things down. You'll notice that in your compost heap, there's mould. Why? Because it's breaking down the scraps and it's actually making them useful. Mould has been used in chemical warfare. Mould has been used in medicines. Mould has been used in a number of different areas or facets because it is the great survivor. Now, to simplify what mould does in your body, it suppresses your immune system. Now, we've talked before on the podcast about how some bacteria actually kill fungus and virus, some viruses kill bacteria and fungus, and some fungus, including mould, kill bacteria and viruses. Now, they have this symbiotic relationship within you. In fact, let me just put this back out there. We've discussed it before in a previous episode. But 
at least 70% of the cells inside your body are non-human. Some of them are mold. Some of them are not bad mold. Not all mold is bad. There are actually 37 types known of mold. Not all bad. The one that we think of when we're talking about mold is black mold. And yes, that is a nasty one. But not all molds are bad. So how do you know if mold toxicity is an issue for you? Now, I'm going to jump around here a bit to give you the full picture. If you've got weight that you just can't drop, no matter what you've tried. If you just can't seem to get well, you've done everything you can. You've worked with someone integratively with functional medicine or you've seen your doctor and, you know, just something keeps coming back. Could be mold. You could have multiple chemical sensitivities. You don't think much of it. You walk through the perfume aisle of the department store and just start sneezing. Someone walks past you with aftershave on and you're sneezing and your eyes are watering or you get a headache. You could have immune suppression. As I said, you get sick with every little thing and it never goes away. You might have white spots on your skin. Now, in the past, we thought these were all sunspots. Some are not. Some are actually an indication that you have mold toxicity. You might have a bad histamine response to things. So you eat a certain thing and all of a sudden you are bright red, burning hot. But that thing didn't affect you a few years ago. You might find that some supplements that you're taking have that same effect and that you just don't feel well on them. Other symptoms of mold toxicity are inflammation, methylation issues, emotional fatigue, adrenal fatigue, and virus activity and candida activity or bacterial activity that you just can't get rid of. Why? Because mold. So back to what does mold do? It actually, as I said, it recycles, it decomposes things. It's what is making your compost heap work. So within you, it's actually doing the same thing. It's helping you when it's not in overabundance. Some mold enzymes can actually help you break down certain foods. It can help you break down certain bacteria. And that's how penicillin came about because it breaks down bacteria. How does mold replicate? Well, it creates spores. I don't know if you've ever seen a fern leaf. And you look at the underside of it and there's all these little spores, tiny little baby plants waiting to be spread by the wind or an animal to find their new home, strike roots and start growing. Mold's doing the same thing inside you. Now we talked about black mold, but there's also red spores, grey spores, blue-green spores, which are the penicillin type. As I said, there's 37 types of mold, not all bad. But today we're going to focus on the mold that makes you sick. So when under threat, mold actually dispels or emits those spores that we talked about. It shoots out a thing called mycotoxin, which is actually a poison, a very mild poison, but it weakens the territory that the mold is invading. Now, all this is happening inside you and you have no idea. 
It hides behind biofilm in your microbiome. More about that later. And if you're trying to really get rid of an infection and it won't go, why? Because your microbiome has been changed by the mold. Why? Because it wants to survive. So what are some mold symptoms? Well, this would be the longest podcast known to human beings if I was to list all of them. But let's just name a few. Recurrent infections, allergy to penicillin, grass dust, recurrent yeast infections, any of those classical symptoms of not feeling well that just don't go away. So we're looking at runny nose, sniffing, post-nasal drip, dry, irritating cough, especially first thing in the morning. You're really looking at a possible mould exposure. Symptoms of mould exposure can actually appear months after the exposure. So people say, but I left that house. Yeah, I knew there was mould and I'm okay now, I left. Well, remember those mycotoxins and spores? They're inside you. They travelled to the new place with you. And that's when your symptoms can hit. So falling sick easily, chronic fatigue, a kind of feeling of an electrical pulse on your skin like a buzzing, shocks that travel up and down your spinal cord, nerve pain, these are all more symptoms of mould. In kids, it's things like frequent infections or viruses, acting out emotionally at school and at home. Mold affects the brain, and we'll actually talk more about that in a minute. Things like pandas, OCD, depression, allergies, panic, ticks and throat clearing, bedwetting. So kids can be affected by this, and they're not going to know it's because of that patch on a wall or it's because the house is a bit damp from the evaporative cooling. Or they're not going to know it was the house that you just left. It could be anything. So you really do have to ask, this is a symptom. What is it telling me? So as I said, mold is the great survivor. Now, it affects every system of the body. And each system will have a few key indicators that it's not happy. So things like food sensitivities, chemical sensitivities, as I mentioned before, hormone imbalance, cardiovascular issues, chronic fatigue or chronic pain, skin problems, digestive issues, low immunity, respiratory disorders, urinary infections, neurological symptoms, insomnia, sinus infections, psychiatric problems. These are all more symptoms of mold toxicity. Because mold has to hijack your systems in your body. It needs to survive. Now, in my teachings, I talk about the PNEI of trauma. So the psychoneuroendoimmunology of trauma. Why? Because addressing previous traumas or current traumas is vital. Mold reactivates feelings and emotions, something that you think you might have dealt with from when you were three, if you're exposed to mould, it will actually play on those things from your past. You might be driving past a shop, it triggers a very, very faint memory of something that happened when you were three or four, 
something that we call an adverse childhood experience. And guess what? All of a sudden you're crying, your nose is running, you feel unwell, you might get a tummy ache, you might get chronic pain, you might just feel really exhausted and you don't know why. Mold is pulling the strings in your limbic brain. Mold actually crosses the blood-brain barrier as well. So it is such a fine spore that it can travel anywhere in your body, affect any system of the body. And when it gets to the brain, you look for things like intolerance to noise, smells, tastes, sight, bright light might hurt your eyes. These are all stress responses to the mold, not to the smell, not to the noise, not to the sight, not to the taste. When your nervous system is attacked, things like anxiety, depression, headaches, migraine, vertigo, insomnia, muscle twitches, daytime sleepiness, seizures, problems with balance, slow reflexes, these are all signs that you could have mold toxicity. Again, we don't treat those symptoms. We look at what caused it. Now, it's really important to know that mold can actually cause unusual responses to medication and supplements, as I mentioned before. So people on anti-anxiety or depression medications, sleep medications, if you're having a really low reaction to the medication one day or for a couple of days, and then all of a sudden you feel like, you almost overdosed on it, but you're taking the same dose. That's a suggestion that mold is behind it. Things like the sneezing, as soon as you wake, you just start sneezing, sinusitis, runny nose, swollen lymph nodes around the jaw, allergies to newly cut grass, ringing or popping or itchy ears. These are also signs of mold. Again, we don't treat the symptom. We say, what is causing this sinus disruption? Itchy, dry, irritated eyes, blurred vision. Rubbing your eyes in the morning, having lots of debris. The feeling of burning eyes, more symptoms. Now, how often do we think, oh, it was just something I came in contact with? Oh, it was just because I walked through a store with lots of chemicals or my neighbour cut his grass or... I don't know, I was gardening, might have got dirt in my eyes. There's only so many times that you can explain away symptoms before you have to look at what's causing them. Now, we talked about immune suppression with mould, and this is the big thing. In this day and age, everyone's scared of a virus, and, you know, some viruses can be scary. Some bacteria can be scary, but there's one fungus out there that definitely is, and that's because it's going to suppress your immune system. It doesn't matter how you deal with the situation of a virus. If you have mold toxicity, you can't fight. Your innate immune system and your acquired immune system are dampened, and you cannot fight anything with mold on board. Now, I discussed hormonal issues, things like hunger, thirst, temperature issues, yeah, they could be menopause or they could be a period or in guys, they could be andropause or there could be a change in your circadian rhythm. But if it continues, 
think mold. The skin will show up mold toxicity straight away. Why? Because it's a huge part of your innate immune system, the immune system that you're born with. So things like hives, skin infections, eczema, dermatitis, psoriasis could be an immune response to mold. How often do we go for those corticosteroids, fix the problem that we see, but the problem is still there? When we're looking at the digestive system and how mold affects it, you could be looking at irritable bowel, diarrhea, constipation, vomiting, especially with mold type foods like mushrooms and coffee. You could have bloating, food sensitivities, ulcers, sweet cravings. Now, these are all common symptoms. So, by addressing the cause, looking for the cause, you're going to knock out a few things. When it comes to the circulatory system, we're looking at things like spider and varicose veins. Now, that's a liver problem, but the liver is your filtration system. The liver is trying to get rid of mold spores. You could have irregular heartbeat and palpitations, iron deficiency, anemia, Raynards. These could all be indications of mold toxicity. When it comes to the urinary system or excretory system, you're looking at blood and urine, kidney inflammation, frequent urination. These could all be a mold situation. With your reproductive system, you're looking at infertility, menstrual issues, recurrent thrush infections. Now, thrush is candida, which is a fungus. So if mold is on board and it's suppressing the immune system, you can't fight other fungi. With respiratory issues, it could be wheezing, a cough, especially that chronic dry cough. It could be asthma. It could be sensitivity to smells colds that linger or go to the lungs easily. And the biggest indicator of mold toxicity is that toxic breath that just won't go away. You brush your teeth, you use a mouthwash, you do everything you can and your breath just is a bit rancid. That is those mycotoxins. That is mold signaling that it is decomposing something inside you. Many people have mold allergies. As I said, penicillin. Most allergies to penicillin do not start in childhood. Or if they do, you ask, where were you living at the time? What was the house like? An allergy is an immune response to something. So in the case of a mold allergy, it's your body trying to fight mold. It's your body screaming at you saying, there are mold spores, mycotoxins here. Please help me clean house. Now, mold has favorite foods, and those are carbohydrates. So sweet cravings that we discussed before. The other thing that has a carbohydrate craving is candida, again, another fungus. In fact, all fungi love carbohydrates because they're easy for them to break down. They want to decompose things. That is what they're going to seek. And so they're going to tell you that you have to consume them. Without sugar, you can't actually feed mold. So some of the symptoms will die off. 
There's been a huge switch over the past decade to sugar-free diets, and that's great if you're fighting mold. Don't forget your body still needs sugar. So your body still needs glucose in order for your brain to work. So it's having good sugars, healthy sugars, rather than processed things. Now that's a lot about symptoms and it sounds very doom and gloom. But what are the steps to treating mould? Well, first of all, you need to treat the environment that you live in. Now by bleaching things, scrubbing things, spraying chemicals on them, guess what? It's not going to do it. By getting the mould out of your shower, digging out the silicon and putting more silicon in, guess what? Not going to do it. Silicon is actually mould. There are ways that you can efficiently treat the home. And for more information, send us a message at holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's holistic with a W. We can help you with that. You need to treat the environment, then you need to treat inside you, so the internal environment. Again, we're not chasing these symptoms. We are looking at what is the cause. Is it mold? Has it triggered the 13 systems of the body, including the limbic system or emotional system? And how is it triggering those systems? What issues are you facing that you just can't seem to sort out? Once we take mold out of the equation, we support the immune system in the right way and we treat the internal and external environment, you can live a very happy life mold-free. Now, I know this session was very information-heavy, but it's something I really wanted to say. My family and I lived in a home for two years with mould, visible mould. Prior to that, we lived in a home where every time it rained, water would come through the ceiling, through the lights. And I didn't think about mould. I couldn't see it. So we nearly had, I guess, seven years of mould exposure. And it was in the second home with the visible mould that our symptoms started being fully recognisable, things that we couldn't explain away. And I would hate to think that your family go through what my family did unnecessarily. There are ways that we can treat mould. It is not a death sentence for your health. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to change your environment, internal and external. It's an opportunity to treat a whole cavalcade of conditions you may be experiencing. Because when you take mold out of the equation, other things can heal. As I said, send us a line at holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's holistic with a W. And we can discuss exactly how to get rid of the mold that's in your life. This was your episode 83 in 84. We're talking a little bit politically. We're going to talk about segregation and why segregation is dangerous. For now, thanks for listening. Go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram 
at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.